Hello and welcome to the Mental Wealth and Wellness Podcast. I'm your host, Jenna Knapp, a mindset coach empowering you to tune into the potential of your subconscious mind. With over four years of preventative care advocacy, I hold massive space for my clients and you, my audience. On this podcast, you will find powerful stories, interviews, tips, and techniques that you can put into action in your day-to-day life right away. I am a certified master NLP, EFT, and hypnosis practitioner and founder of Mental Wealth and Wellness, a coaching and online course wellness platform based in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. I am so excited to open the doors to my world and share everything I have learned through my personal journey from a mental health diagnosis to a mentally wealthy mindset. I can't wait to guide you through today's episode. Now, let's get into it. Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of Mental Wealth and Wellness. I'm really excited for this week's episode because it's a follow-up to the episode that we had last week all about how to ditch your New Year's resolutions and get shit done all year round and lean into like actually getting stuff done, right? Like in last week's episode, we talked a lot about why your resolutions usually fail. Not all of them fail, but you know why usually they fail. The patterns, the programs that are in place on the subconscious level that keep you safe where you're at. And I wanted to follow up today with an episode specifically about comfort zones and limiting beliefs and how you should be feeling, how you can expect to be feeling if you're leaving a comfort zone. Uh, Hence the title of today's episode, Leaving Your Comfort Zone Isn't Meant to Be Comfortable, right? Like, (laughs) it's called a comfort zone for a reason. So I want to break that down for you a little bit more and also give you some tools that you can use to continue to um, take care of yourself through that breakthrough, uh, through the uncomfortable part of leaving your comfort zone, and also to let you know that, like, you're not alone, you know, like, going after your dreams, chasing after big goals, uh, you know, shifting into a brand new relationship, maybe it's your first healthy relationship that you've ever had, like, all this stuff is so foreign to us when we're used to doing things a certain way. So leaving our comfort zone can be terrifying. It can be so scary. And that is normal. I want you to know it's normal. It's totally okay. So um, I'm diving right into it. But before, before I get into the juicy stuff, I do just want to say that for anyone who is like listening to this podcast, getting massive value, feeling really grateful that you found this content and you revisit it every week like please i want to hear from you like please jump into the reviews give the podcast a rating and then send me a screenshot of your review of your rating uh, either on instagram at mental wealth and wellness give me a follow send me a dm of the screenshot or send me an email of the screenshot at Jenna at mentalwealthandwellness.com and I'm going to give you a free gift, okay? Um, 
I'm gonna I'm giving away a very special hypnosis track to the people that help me grow this podcast by leaving reviews. So if you leave a review and take a picture of it by the end of this year, I got a free hypnosis track for you, okay? You just have to show me that you did it by either sending me a DM on Instagram or sending me an email with the screenshot showing me that you have left a review. Because when we have reviews and we have more ratings, we're able to grow and expand and reach more people. And that's one of my big goals for 2020, since we're talking about goals. And leaving my comfort zone isn't meant to be comfortable, right? Like, I know it's a lot to ask you to like take time to go and leave a review. Um, I know when I want to leave other people reviews, it's one of those things I always think about. Like, oh yeah, I'm going to do that. And then I just never get around to it. So that's why I'm giving you a little extra incentive to help me out. Uh, you'll get a bomb hypnosis in exchange. So please do that. That would be amazing. It will be forever grateful to you. And the only other thing I wanted to let you know about is that I'm doing end of a decade breakthrough sessions. This is basically my release and reveal package, a single session that's 90 minutes and comes with a personalized hypnosis track for you after. Normally $197, but with coupon code New Year New You 20 in all caps. I'll put that in the show notes. With that code, you get an additional $50 off. So uh, a breakthrough session with a personalized hypnosis track for you is only $147 the rest of this month. I only have a couple days left in my calendar for this. And I invite you to take advantage of that if you need some extra help breaking through old programs, patterns, limiting beliefs, and going a bit deeper than you can with either journal work or um, just self-reflection. Sometimes you need another person to bounce things off of with and need them to be your mirror. Plus, we use really powerful techniques like time techniques to go back and release major negative emotions that create blocks for people in their life. Um, We use NLP, single belief change, to get... um, some deep programs out and replace them with better programs that are going to serve you better. And then, yeah, you get a a really powerful personalized hypnosis just for you as you go into 2020. That's all about you at your highest potential. So if you're making a transition in a job, you're making a move, you're in a new relationship, you have all these big goals, you're like getting stuff done wherever you're at and wherever you're going we kind of collapse time by interviewing you and seeing like where is it that you want to go what is it you want to achieve and then we pretend like you're already there through the interview and i write this amazing script for you that's customized just to you and send it your way within 48 hours of your session so then you have lifetime access to that so take advantage of that deal if that resonates with you and Here is the rest of the episode about why leaving your comfort zone isn't meant to be comfortable. Okay, so I know I say this all the time, but every time I say it, I know it sinks in a bit deeper for you, right? So uh, you're going to be like, yeah, I know this, Jenna, but if you're new here and you don't know this yet, that's why you repeat it all the time because this is the first episode you're listening to of the Mental Wealth and Wellness podcast. I think this is a really important thing to know 
no matter where you're at on your mindset journey, um, you have to understand that our minds are wired for comfort. Our minds are wired to stay in our comfort zone, to stay in what's familiar, to stay in what's safe, because being safe is what keeps us alive, and being safe is what allows us to have our bodies focus on our bodies, right? Like the preservation of our body. As soon as we start to get stressed out or anxious, uh, blood flows away from our organs and adrenaline kicks in and stress levels go up and our body is a bit in panic mode. So we are wired to stay comfortable. So if you've ever been trying to break through something and you keep having a difficult time and you can't understand why, know that the cards are stacked against you because that's just how your brain is designed. It goes back to cave person times where we're designed to look for threat versus reward. We're designed to analyze everything as like, oh, what what if and how will that ever work and I can't make that work and la 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 la, right? So I want you to know that the cards are stacked against you. If you haven't been able to do it before, it's okay. It's okay. And hopefully through this episode today, you'll get some good reframes and some good tools that will help you kind of look at it a bit differently and approach it with a new kind of um, clarity and uh, certainty. Because if you know that it's not about you, it's a universal thing that everyone has to go through and it's you know, self-work and self-care is actually work, like, that's okay. You just got to know that you're not alone in this and you're not, you're not, like, so far behind everyone else because you can't get things done. Like, the people that are getting things done have put a lot of work into this, right? Or are wired a bit differently or their comfort zones are already wired for success or the big things, like, because, a lot of how we're wired also has to do with how we grew up. So if your comfort zone is like below the poverty level, like that's your comfort zone. That's what you know. You're not going to magically like bust through and start making a million dollars without going through some major like identity, like shifting, changing, um, whatever. Same example for shitty relationships. Like if your comfort zone is actually shitty relationships, you're going to continue to look for shitty people. You're never going to just be like, okay, I'm ready to look for the right person now uh, because your right person is a shitty person. And I speak with like experience in this department because I, I was searching for chaos in my relationships. And that's one of the examples I'm going to share with you today about a limiting belief that I uncovered that really like spread into every area of my life and how deep of a program that is and what I'm doing to change it and I'm hoping that that example can be uh, sort of a bridge for you to compare other limiting beliefs that you might be going through and approach it in a similar way if it feels right to you. So but I wanted to start by saying that like you're wired for comfort. It's okay. Where you're at is okay. You can probably trace your comfort zone back to your upbringing up to like zero age to seven, up to that age, like what was going on in that time? What were your examples? Who were your role models Um, and your parental figures? Like what were they doing? What was their comfort? That's probably your comfort now, right? No matter where you're at. 
that's why like people that are born into families that stay together like if they had an example of a uh, parents that stay together their whole life they're still in the same house like going home for Christmas every year they're going back to the same house their experience is totally different their comfort zone is totally different than someone who whose parents went through a divorce and they were young they moved around a bunch whatever they probably are seeing those same patterns show up in their life like they move around every year you know they can't stay in a relationship they like you know are looking for that chaos and sometimes chaos is comfortable. So no matter where you're at, I want you to know that you've always, up until this point, you've always been doing the best you can with the resources you've had. And you cannot compare yourself to someone else who has a different comfort zone than you. You actually can't compare yourself to anyone because no one has an identical comfort zone to you. No one has your identical upbringing. There will always be differences and you are unique and wildly individual and that makes you so special and also should give you permission to just accept where you're at and know that now if you want to start tweaking things, you want to start changing things, that's your choice and you can start to go back and undo piece by piece things that didn't feel right about your upbringing, things that didn't align with your value system, your beliefs. Um, this is your chance to rewire and reprogram and absolutely keep the stuff that you want to keep, right? You can keep the things that also were someone else's hardship, right? Like if you witnessed your parents, even though they were like below the poverty line, for example, but they worked really hard, you can absolutely keep that work ethic. But that doesn't mean your only comfort zone is ever going to be below the poverty line. Do you know what I'm saying? So, you're perfect. That's where I want to start with this. And whenever you are pursuing a big change, a dream, a goal, and it gets hard, I want you to know that that's normal. It's not meant to be easy. If it's hard, that's a good sign. That means you're on track. It means keep going. It means keep following the crumbs. Even if you don't know how the whole thing is going to go out, that's okay. Just remember the why you want to make it happen. Feel into the why this desire rings so true for you. I made an Instagram post today, actually. I'm recording this on um, Thursday. I made an Instagram post today, actually, about when all the hows and what ifs and buts come into your mind to totally catch yourself and lean into the why instead. Why are you doing the thing? Why do you have that dream? Why do you have that desire? And when I say feel into it, I mean close your eyes and really think about what it feels like if that thing is already accomplished, if that dream is already true, if you're already at that place or that position, or in that relationship that you're envisioning yourself, hold on to the why and release the how. This is one of the biggest tricks, secrets, tools to manifestation. And what it does is it actually allows you to detach from the outcome. You're not able to design your life like piece by piece. If 
you're holding on with like obsession and you're trying to micromanage how everything's going like you have to you have to know what you want you have to feel in your body but then you have to release it and trust that it's already on its way to you if you're micromanaging everything and all the hows and the why the like what ifs and the buts are there instead of the whys that's that's where you quickly start to self-destruct because that's where the negative talk comes in and that's where all of the, oh, it will never happen because you start to really talk yourself out of it before you ever even get started. So it'll take work and because our brains are wired this way, you'll never be perfect at it, but eventually it'll start to feel more natural to catch yourself and to do a reframe and be like, oh, there is that what if again, or a but, or uh, how am I going to make this happen? Um, and reframe it to look at the why instead, and you'll have you'll be surprised by like you those thoughts might still come, still come in, but you'll be surprised by how quickly you'll be able to catch them as time goes on as you start to install this like new reactionary behavior um, and to reframe it and to shoo away those negative thoughts and lean into the why because normally there's way more positive attached to the why instead of all the negative and you're shocking your subconscious you're shocking your comfort zone when you're choosing to look at the positive instead because your comfort zone, it comfort zone, comfort zone, what was that? <laughs> I'm like still kind of sniffly and getting over being sick. And I think that it's coming out in my weird pronunciation of words, comfort zone. <laughs> but anyway, like I was saying, like, um, yeah, your subconscious will do anything to keep you comfortable. So that those negative thoughts that are coming in are actually there to try to keep you comfortable, keep you safe, keep you there. And it's a radical decision to say, no, like, I'm actually going to choose a positive thought, right? Like, I want you to understand that that's radical. And that's not what we're wired to do. And that's not what a lot of people end up doing. And that's why people stay small. That's why people give themselves permission to stay small. And you know, be afraid of success, uh, to stay safe in their insecurities, in their low paying wage, to, you know, feel trapped by a system, like all these things. And I'm not saying it's going to be immediate. I'm not going to say like and lie to you and be like, if you hold on to your why, it's all going to fall into place perfectly. Like, no, it's not. You might run into some really big roadblocks. You might run into some situations where you have to actually ask like, okay, how am I going to get through this part? But I'm just reminding you that if you hold on to the why of it all, you'll be able to get through those hard moments because you'll understand and keep reminding yourself of the bigger picture of the end result and continue to collapse that time and stay focused on the future versus the past. Because if we are always going to the past and turning to the past to evaluate whether we're on the right track or doing something good or whatever it might be, you're going to keep getting the same results because 
your past has gotten you here, right? And you've developed some pretty cyclical patterns. So again, to shock your subconscious out of that, it's the best case scenario to stay focused on the future. So the example that I want to give you today is a limiting belief that I uncovered a couple of weeks ago, and I recognize that it impacts every area of my life and goes back far. So I was really trying to figure out why I overcommit, why I overbook. And uh, because that's been a pattern for a long time. And I was tapping on it. And with tapping, I wasn't actually taught this. I just was doing it intuitively. With tapping, I was just like going through the motions of the, the um, pattern. What is the word? The routine? The cycle? The sequence. Thank you. Okay, the sequence. Going through the sequence. And I was just like speaking from a subconscious place of like, going on and on and on about like why is it that I overcommit and I was going through a lot of stuff and then out of nowhere I was tapping on one of my main energy centers that really really like wakes stuff up for me the one that's under my armpit I don't know why that's the one that always like really hits home um and someone actually told me that that's because uh that energy center is attached to obsession and that was so interesting because I'm like looking at like, okay, why am I obsessed with overcommitting? Um, and the words that came out of my mouth when I was speaking from a subconscious place were just balance is boring. Balance is boring. And I uncovered this limiting belief that balance is boring. And then I did time techniques on myself and I went back to, I asked my subconscious, where did that belief start? And I went back, and this is like the beauty of being a practitioner, right? Because I like have used time techniques so much with other clients and I uh, have taught myself how to use it on myself where I have a really amazing relationship with my subconscious now and I can like literally just have a conversation with it and be like, where did that start? And we like go back in time to our archives and find the time that started. And my subconscious took me back to fourth grade where it was a really chaotic year. We lived in a beautiful house that really, there was like nothing wrong with it, except we were pretty far away from town. And my parents decided they wanted to live closer to town. I was in fourth grade. They wanted to get it all taken care of before I grew up um, anymore. And the, the thing is though, is that we had to like sell our house in order to build the new one. And uh, doing that, was expensive and out of our means and like uh, the timeline on it was insane so we ended up moving into this really tiny old apartment in the middle of town and living above this woman named Donna so we call it Donna's house and that year that we were at Donna's so we moved we moved right and moving in the middle of a school year is like stressful anyways so we moved and then that same year 9-11 happened. My dad was, oh, sorry, that's out of order. That same year, my dad opened a new sub business, a sub shop, and it was doing really well. But then 9-11 happened and the economy changed and um, his business started to slow down and income was more difficult. My mom was still a nurse and she, you know, had hours and good income, but 
still there wasn't like there wasn't the same consistency that was happening at the restaurant in the beginning and um then that was in the fall 9-11 and then in the winter my I got I was like really sick I had like a flu situation going on and my parents didn't know what was going on and then like a light bulb went off and they're like oh I think it might be your appendix well my appendix had already started to burst before I got to the hospital which can be like for a little body can be like a really toxic um can be a really toxic situation to be in right because your appendix is what stores all your toxins and if that starts leaking into your body it's like chaos right there it is chaos and so that was like a traumatic experience I had to be there longer than you know if we had just gone and caught it and taken it out um and you know my mom felt so bad because she's a nurse she's like I should have known my dad felt so bad because he had his appendix taken out when he was a kid too and like just like you know they both felt so guilty like they should have known and you know, whatever that happens, it's okay. I'm alive. I was fine. But went back to school. I remember like my, all my classmates were like, oh my God, I'm so glad you're okay. There was like a lot of drama around that. And then like things kind of calmed down for a while. Like, but my bedroom that I had there really, really smelled like cat pee and dog pee. So like when I would have friends over, they would like not make me feel good about that so I got like teased for being in a house that like smelled really bad which like wasn't our fault it was all temporary but I remember feeling like shame around that and then things were calming down but uh that summer my auntie Anne was opening her organization the kids ranch and I decided to run errands with her the day before and we witnessed an awful hit and run accident where someone died and the drunk driver tried to swim away in the nearby lake. Like, and I, I'm a fourth grader and I witnessed this, right? Like traumatic ass shit for a fourth grader to go through all in one year while also still not being in a home and like the home you're about to move into isn't home either because it's not familiar. So. This whole program of Balance is Boring started in the fourth grade and literally I can trace it back to being a pattern the rest of my life since then. Like seeking out chaos, having that be the norm, having that be comfortable because it went on for long enough in that tender age, that young age when you're just like basically a walking subconscious. Um in a state of hypnosis, like receiving downloads, receiving programs, it became an, enough of a thing that like it was a program. It was deeply rooted at that point. And learning about myself this way when I was tapping and the words balance is boring came out of my mouth, like let me know how deep this goes. And as I grew up, that manifested in um, like relationships that didn't serve me, seeking out partners that were really chaotic, uh, seeking out patterns in my own personal life that were chaotic, like staying really, really late at school, not getting enough sleep, like, like just a bunch of like, just out of balance. Like I didn't want to be in balance because that didn't feel comfortable. And the second I started getting close to balance in my life, I would do something to shake it back up. I would add something to my plate so I could 
you know, fulfill that overcommitment. I would uh, create chaos within, if a relationship was going well, I'd pick a fight so that I could create waves and, you know, bring back that sense of comfort. I did it with my parents. I did it with my finances. I did it, um, I didn't really do it in my education. I was like, school was like something I really was passionate about and could like put my head down and really do so like that was one area that was a saving grace I could really focus about what I was passionate about um but pretty much the other areas made it made that but I would still be over committing I would be over committing to things I was passionate about and then I wasn't getting enough sleep and everything like that and uncovering this belief was really amazing because, you know, I've received a bipolar diagnosis in my lifetime and I've been off medication. It'll be two two years with no medication in February and I haven't had a major swing up or a major swing down. I've been pretty darn good for close to three years now. and um, That's what led me to want to try life without medication. Um, and I've been okay, but like uncovering this made me realize, and this is not medical advice. Like if you have a diagnosis, don't go looking for a limiting belief and like be like, oh, this is it. I'm just speaking from my own personal experience. Um, but like uncovering that belief made me realize like, oh, that's enough to send me on major ups and downs, right? Because if balance is boring, I would never just be in the middle of that spectrum. I I would always be swinging from one extreme to the next, never just like hanging out where it's comfortable because my comfort was either way up or way down. And that could look like bipolar to a lot of people, right? But, um... Like I said, that's not medical information. These are just personal dots I've been connecting in my own journey. Um, But yeah, like uncovering that was insane. And what I've been trying to do now these past couple weeks since I uncovered that is really get to a comfort zone. And it's really amazing because I've made a lot of really good steps towards it but it's not comfortable, right? Like, I don't have an easy time resting. I don't have an easy time even, like, sitting down and picking up a book because I feel like I'm not, like, doing enough, Um, which is insane. Like, reading is amazing, and it's time for integration. It's time for learning and taking in. You can't constantly be creating. Sometimes you need to consume. Like, you have to find that balance. But... Um, one thing I've been doing really well of is I've been getting over nine hours of sleep a night. I've trained my body how to take naps, which is awesome. Um, I've been letting myself just like move a bit slower without, and I've, I've been doing so without feeling like that guilt that used to come in. I've started reading, um, two different books, both Becoming by Michelle Obama and Everything is Figureoutable by Marie Forleo. And... It's just like, I just feel like I'm onto something, but it's absolutely a process of unlearning and it's so important to uh, understand these limiting beliefs about ourselves because it gives us access to 
be able to solve it, right? To be able to figure out what's the opposite of this. How can I get to a healthier situation? How can I choose a new program? And like the fast track of that would be, I could be doing a single belief change or I could be um, listening to a hypnosis, hypnosis that's specifically about creating balance in my life. And I haven't been doing that because I really, 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 really want to learn from it instead of just get rid of it automatically. Like I really want to learn from it for a couple of weeks before I, under, so I can like keep uncovering, like where are my triggers? Where, like how far do I go and getting close to my comfort before I try to self-sabotage and like really, really understand it now that I've uncovered it before I totally like solve it and fix it. Um, so if you are in the like uncovering phase of your own limiting beliefs, I encourage you to sit down with a journal and write out all the reasons how this resistance to changing this limiting belief is serving you because you're probably getting some kind of secondary gain out of this limiting belief and that's why it's been in your life so long. You're getting something out of it. So I want you to sit down with a journal and write out all the reasons why this limiting belief is serving you and has been serving you. And some amazing stuff can come out there. Do a brain dump where you dedicate like either 15 minutes, 30 minutes, or even like an hour, however long you need of just writing like stream of consciousness. And then... Um, from there, like really, really tune into thinking about what's the opposite of this. What do you want to do instead? And how can you reframe this to get the same benefits of what you're like what you're getting out of the limiting belief? What's the secondary gain? How can you get those same benefits from a more positive program that allows you to stay healthy and have balance and like not search for chaos, whatever your limiting belief might be. How can you get the same benefits? And then I want you to uh, tune into visualization, right? Because if you're dedicating time to meditating and getting crystal clear on that future version of yourself as you're leaving a comfort zone and going towards something different, you're making new decisions for yourself of what your new standard is going to be. And because you're creating a totally new life, a totally new like path, you need to give your subconscious an image to hold on to for that because our mind works in pictures and your mind will grasp onto pictures that already exist. And if you're going into new territory that has never been entered before, you're going to need to give it a new picture. So the big tips from this whole thing of leaving your comfort zone um, and why it's not meant to be comfortable, the big takeaways I want you to have from today's episode, the ways that you can put it into action right away are one, remember that you're wired for comfort and you've always been doing the best that you can. Two, if you've been feeling a push to pursue a dream, a big goal. You know that 2020 is going to be your year, but you're starting to feel really uncomfortable about it. Keep 
going. That means keep going. Like if you feel uncomfortable, that means you're leaving your comfort zone. So keep going. Three, identify what your main block is. That's probably a limiting belief. It's probably something that's keeping you small, keeping you safe. And this might take a while, but just task your subconscious mind to give you the answers. Tap about it, uh, journal about it, uh, schedule a breakthrough session with me or another NLP practitioner. Talk to a friend and really just like get it out. You know when you're like talking to someone and you have an aha moment because you're just like speaking honestly and like things are clicking. Like search for those moments and uncover that limiting belief. And then when you uncover that limiting belief that's really holding you back from leaving that comfort zone, work through it by journaling about it and ask yourself and your subconscious why you're resisting that and like what benefits you've actually gotten out of holding on to that limiting belief. What's the secondary gain? And then you want to figure out how you can get those same benefits in a healthier way and finally, you want to move from identifying the same benefits you can get in a healthier way. You want to move that healthier way, that healthier version of yourself. You want to move that into a new picture. You want to do some visualization exercises through meditation and really like anchor in what is that version of you at your highest potential? What is that version of you that broke through that limiting belief and is living that new path instead um what does she he they look like what are their characteristics what are their beliefs what are their values how do they make other people feel when they're around them how do they feel when being around other people do they show up waiting for people to like place judgment on them and they're gonna act how they think other people should think they should act or are they showing up and teaching others how to feel about them showing them who they are so that others can make their impression and respond to that energy what kind of energy are they showing up with and create a very very powerful visualization of this so your subconscious has a new picture to latch onto so that's today's episode. I wanted to give you a breakdown of why leaving your comfort zone isn't meant to be comfortable and what you can do about it. And you can literally take the outline I just gave you, write it down, put it into action, spend some time with it, come back to this episode whenever you need to. And you can do this work on your own, right? Like you can fast track it and get some extra help if you feel stuck, but like I don't want you to think that you can't do this on your own. You're brilliant. Your subconscious has so many answers for you and it's all about building a relationship with that and um, digging in a few layers deeper. I know it's difficult to like say, okay, how is this limiting belief, this really negative thing actually serving me? But I promise you, when you identify what you're getting out of that, how you're benefiting from it, that's where the revelation's going to come in. Um, that's, 
that's the tool that's the key that's the secret and like when I realized that balance is boring was actually allowing me to always have the excuse of being busy it was actually allowing me to stay distant from the closest relationships in my life it was allowing me to stay unhealthy and like prioritize work over like my body and my health and like you know exercising and eating right like like realizing everything I was getting out of that I was able to ignore a lot of other parts of my life and that's because I thought balance is boring boring meaning like uh if one area of my life is doing well that means like no other areas can be doing well and I was getting a lot out of that right because I was able to ignore a bunch of other areas of my life so whatever revelation that is going to be for you whenever you realize what the secondary gain is that's the moment. So maybe you've had an aha moment while even listening to this podcast. If so, let me know. Reach out. I always love talking to people about what they're learning and what they're taking away from these episodes. Um, as we're getting ready to go into a new decade, this is the kind of work that is so important to be doing so you can leave it behind and go forward with a clean slate or to be doing in the new decade, like you can do this anytime about anything. You might need to do this exercise more than once for different areas of your life, but know that it's something you can always return to and be gentle with yourself because you were always doing the best you could with the examples that you had in your life, the comfort zone that was shown to you and you're perfect the way you are and it's absolutely your choice if you want to make some changes you know it is it is your life you don't have to build your life based off of values and belief systems that weren't even your choice they were just given to you passed down to you because that's what you saw so this is where you can take your power back this is where you can reclaim your territory your time your beliefs your values and I'm so excited for you to go through this journey and I know a lot of you already are going through that journey so I'm sending you so much love as you do that and I am so grateful for you tuning in to today's episode and I will catch you next week. Uh, I am leaving tomorrow to go to Florida with my mom. We're going to be gone for a week and we're going to be spending a really special day uh, in a town that we always, that we used to go to every year with my grandparents and they were still alive. Um, haven't been there in 15 years and we're going to spend a magical day there on my three year anniversary of choosing to stay alive this Saturday on the 14th and I'm just like, I'm so excited. I feel so grateful and so blessed and just over the moon of like how things have really evolved this year and since that really dark place I was in it's a privilege to be able to share the opposite end of this story to share like all that shit that I went through brought me exactly here it's humbling to recognize I would have never been here if none of that would have ever happened I would have been on a completely different life path and the other scenario is I could have not even been here at all and I wake up every day uh, and I'm just so grateful to have another day and it is truly a dream come true 
on those days that I get to like tune in and talk to you. Um, <laughs> sometimes I have to pinch myself and like be like, is this really my life? Um, but it is, and I've built it, and I know that you are already in the process of building your dream life, and I can't wait to keep giving you tools to do just that. So I love you. Take care of yourself. I'll talk to you soon. Hugs and kisses. Bye, beautiful. Have a great day.